Sing a song, <laughs> and I hope you sang along. <laughs> yeah, since we've never done that song, we figured we'd do something to liven it up. Because you bit. wanted to sing that song. I, yeah, it just kind of came to me tonight. Yes, and it we did. Said no, we're not going to do that song. Well, that's because we'd never practiced it, and they obviously could tell. <laughs> well, we could tell too. Anyway, sing a song. It'll it'll make you happy and. At least a happy song. No matter what life brings, if you sing a song. What kind of song, though? Any song. What, is, what if it's a depressing song? Don't sing a depressing song. But you said any song. Well, you can turn a depressing song to a happy song. <laughs> oh, you can? Speed it up. <laughs> Smile when you sing it. <laughs> I see. Well, hi, it's Notes from John. With a battle from Bond. This is Sunday night, October 6 2019 welcome everybody we've had a delightful day with we conference we've been so enjoyed all weekend conference is where our leaders of our church of jesus christ of latter-day saints come t- together and give us messages of encouragement hope love faith it's just a great uplifting weekend it really is and we we've actually had a uh, uh the salt lake temple where we spend a lot of our time in our current church assignment, it was closed on Saturday for people to be able to just go and, and enjoy conference. So we didn't have any assignment there uh, yesterday. So spent a lot of our time uh, with that. And then in the evening, what did you do? In the evening, I went with Emily and Julie and Ashley and Ivy for Girls' Night Out. Those are the only ones that could come. And we went to Checkerama and had a nice little conversation and talked. And I told them, I gave them some little chapstick and told them to always, with their lips, to say that lips can be very deceiving or very mean. And so never to be a mean girl, always to be nice girls. What did the lips I didn't get it. The chapstick was for the lips and to always speak kindly. I was just giving a little. Does the chapstick help you chapstick. speak kindly? Yes, because it keeps your. Oh, my <laughs> word. My Dallas is going <laughs> to be one of those. <laughs> no, oh I just gosh. gave him that. And then along with that, I just said, always speak with your two lips kindly. Don't be a mean girl. And then I said oh, to him. Oh, I get the, the pun on the words. Two yes, lips. Two lips. Two lips it. instead of tulips. 
Is that right? Is that what you're doing? Yes, I didn't give them the tulips, the flowers. I just gave them chapstick. Instead of the tulips? Yes. Okay, and? Then I asked them if they would promise me where they would get married, and they both said, in the temple. Who's both of them? Adana and Ivy. Those were the only ones that went with you? Yes. So then you finished, and you, you went home, I guess. And, and they listened all went home. to the women's conference. And while you did that, I went and uh, I um, had asked my sons and grand er, sons-in-law to bring their priesthood-age sons to uh, to dinner at the Red Robin restaurant, which is a gourmet burger place. And so we we met there a little after six thirty, and um, Josh and his two boys, and Eric and his two boys, um, Alex and his son weren't able to make it, so. Uh, we just had a, a nice visit, and unfortunately, it was just so noisy in there. I had hoped to talk for a few minutes with them about why we're grateful for the priesthood, but it was <coughs> the setting was just not conducive to a, a, a conversation about that. So we didn't have it. Came home and we watched a football game the rest of the night. Oh, you did watch so President Nelson. Oh, after after yeah. Yes, because watched President Nelson's comments in the women's conference. Yes, it was great, but it, it was, was quite great. a quite a weekend because Friday we were on duty in the Salt Lake Temple and we had so many people there. It was his, an, an historic evening with so many people. Yeah, well over two thousand people that came into the Salt Lake Temple on Friday from one o'clock until ten o'clock when we finally closed. Actually, we didn't close till about ten thirty. Yes, so it was, it was what was great about it, by the way, is is we saw people from all over the world, all people of all different nationalities, different color, different languages, certainly different ethnic backgrounds, and, and it was uh, it was just so great, uh, both male and female, old and young, and and uh, healthy and not so healthy, and um, skinny and heavy and all kinds of different people in different sorts mm -hmm. and all there to be able to come and worship in the house of the Lord. Um, it was, I just thought it was an, a, a great afternoon and evening. So I want to give a shout out to all of our temple workers. <laughs> they went all about or above and beyond the call of duty they worked so hard at making everybody happy and they really adjusting did. to crowds and they just worked with tender loving care they really did and we we're really proud of them but we also wanted to give a shout out really we need to to uh to julie our daughter uh, and her husband alex they had the, their three oldest children uh, adana Xander and India all had their tonsils out on Friday of this past week. And Kenya had tubes the same day. <laughs> yeah, their little one-year-old. So that that was a major challenge, and they've they've I think uh, survived. They have. Anyway, They're they were here to dinner with us today, and some, some other families. Yeah, they, were, yeah. they bounced back and. They're doing they're doing well. It's been hard on Adana, but she's the oldest, and so the younger they were, the better they off they yeah, handled true. it. So, so way to go for getting all that <clears throat> and being able to live through it, Julie and Alex, and uh, and their kids, of course. So I thought before we uh, launch into our topic tonight, which is the miracle of the wall sit, 
do you have anything else that you wanted to preface before we talk about this? I just wanted to say that it was the miracle of the wall set was written by an article was written by our daughter Julie and it was posted in the Deseret News and it was a great story of miracles and how we all can experience miracles even though um, we don't always see them. She mentioned how she always wanted to see a miracle in her life over and over and she says that um, she finally understood that, w that miracles happen every day. Elder David L. Bednar of the Quorum of the Twelve said, Sometimes as I, sometimes as Latter-day Saints, we talk and act as though recognizing the influence of the Holy Ghost in our lives is the rare or exceptional event. We should remember, however, that the covenant promise is that we may always have His Spirit to be with us. So as we talk about miracles and that the Holy Ghost is always with us is a miracle in itself. So let's start off with this beautiful story of the miracle of a wall sit. And so, John, go well, for it. Yeah, let's just kind of preface it with first understanding, because we'll use the, the, the term the wall sit uh, um, in this uh, as a, an essential part of it. A wall sit is an, is an exercise where you, you uh, go and lean, you put your back against a wall. You sit. And then back. you just sit down, so you, without a chair. Now you don't sit on the ground. You just sit like as an if invisible you were, chair, like you were sitting in an inv invisible chair. It's really a great exercise for your thighs, and uh, for your rear end, for those muscles. Oh, maybe I should do that more maybe often. Maybe you then. should. <gasps> what? <laughs> no. Better be careful. Anyway, so uh, it, it really is a great exercise, and but if you. If you do it too long, boy, you'll you'll really feel it in your in your thigh muscles and uh, or in your backside muscles. Well, so it was at a district leader. Well, before that, I was going to say I, I got to preface that by say. also saying that uh, that it was probably forty years ago. I was working in the front yard of our home. We had a leak in our our. Sprinkling system, and so I was having to dig a, a large hole to get down oh, three feet to get to this uh, this leak in our pipe. And while I was doing that, at one point, I ended up having to to uh, lay on the ground and then reach down into the hole that I was was making to to scoop out water and mud and dirt. And at one point in time, while I was doing that, I, I I guess I got my bucket pretty full, and I pulled up on it, and oh man, I pulled something in my back, and it—it's uh, never quite been the same actually from that day. And no, I, it hasn't. I—I remember—I remember I was—I was hurting for several days. I was hurting bad enough that I even at one point I went to see a, a an acupuncture guy. That's when I knew. <laughs> That he was in, in trouble. Because when oh, I called man. the office, I said, where is he? Because I was calling to check on him. And they said, oh, he went to see an acupuncture guy. And I went, what? Because yeah. he just didn't believe in any of that stuff. So obviously, he was desperate. I was desperate at that point. And uh, um, 
anyway, I, I just had to, that, that acupuncture stuff did not work for me at all. But it has helped others. Yeah, I'm sure it has helped others, but it didn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Anyway, over a period of time, it got a little better and a little better. And, and um, you know, then I've just gone on and, and haven't thought too much about it other than some back pain on occasion. So then, uh, let's fast forward to 20 January of 2012. And we were, we were the mission president and wife in New Jersey at New that Joy-Z. time. New Jersey. That's correct. And uh, what were we doing, Bonnie? We were attending a district, mis- a district meeting, and one of the district leaders was talking about... That's a district meeting. That's a bunch of, oh, yeah. of our elders and sisters, probably, uh, well, it was about 14 of them or so, and they were meeting together for some training and instruction, and so uh, periodically we would go and uh, attend these various district meetings to lend our support and encouragement and also to assist in the training. So this district leader wanted to challenge everyone to sit with your back against the wall and do a wall sit. He spoke about endurance, um, perseverance, goal setting, and then he explained to the missionaries how enduring a wall sit could be compared to missionary work. They're both tiring, they're grueling at times, and they make your legs burn. They also both take focus, determination, willpower, and skill. Well, my dear husband, Wanted to compete. He said, "How well, how could I not?" Yeah, he said, "Whoever can do it the longest, they're gonna they're gonna win this tie, and if it's one of the sisters that wins, she gets this scarf." And I was. And if it was an elder, they got a, a tie. tie. Yeah. Oh, did you just say that? Yeah. Oh, duh. So I, I, I <laughs> so I wanted to, uh, you know, to be a part of it. So I, I, I we all started together. And mind you. He's competing against 19 and 20 year old machines, and he is a senior yeah, well, citizen. Yeah, but I was, I was, how old was I at that time anyway? You were 65. 63. 63. 63 machine. <laughs> machine. <laughs> well, I, yes, you I were. I was a 63-year-old machine. So I, I started in the wall sit. But remember what I said before you went up? Don't do it. Said, Please don't do that. And you, you went, oh, I have to, I have to. I can do it, I can do it. Why and did you say that to me anyway? Because I was worried about your back. I hadn't had any problems with it. I don't, I, well, we, and we, but we did, I didn't want you to have any more problems with well, it. Well, so I, I go and I do this wall sit, and after, I don't know, maybe 45 seconds to a minute, oh my gosh, my low back and my right leg started burning like no other. And you lost the the, the I contest. did lose it. I, <laughs> I, oh my gosh! I, 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 I lost. I dropped out early, and I kind of almost Cried. limped over to Bonnie and sat down. I said, Bonnie, I am in trouble. Uh, my back is, my leg is. I got this shooting pain down my leg, and wow. And all I could wanted to sit there and say was, what? <laughs> so. <laughs> So I don't know. I, I can't remember. We we got home. We got in the car after the meeting. I suffered through the rest of that district meeting somehow, and uh, and we we got back to the mission home. And I I couldn't get up the stairs. I couldn't 
get this. Uh, there's a, a short set of stairs from the garage up to the the main floor of the, of the up mission to where home. our bedroom was. And that was oh, even just more even stairs. more stairs. Oh, this was just to get into, just to the, get house. into the house. <sighs> it was a major problem, and I, I and then to get up from the main f- kitchen floor area up to our bedroom, that was another full flight of stairs. I, I couldn't do the stairs. It was I had crawling. To, I literally sat on the stairs and would have to use my arms to lift me up from one stair to the next. Now, his arms are very strong. If you could have done a wall sit with your arms, you would have won. another matter. <laughs> but so <laughs> anyway, so I, we called the doctor and made arrangements to get in, get in and, and uh, see him. And he, he had us do uh, an MRI. And the next day, he called back and said, Well, we were yeah, at another district. We were at a zone oh, conference. Oh, we were. Or, mm-hmm. Had those brethren from the missionary uh-huh. department that were yes. had come out and were teaching a, a, a zone, uh-huh. a couple of zones together. Yeah. And uh, the the doctor says, Mr. Jepson, uh, the, your MRI certainly discloses that you've got some a disc problem in your, disc. in your low back, but you got a much bigger problem, and that is that you have a growth large mass a large mass in your right kidney the size of a fist yeah size of a fist and that it now is growing up and is actually pushing into the colon and i had no idea i didn't know there was a problem i, I it, it just caught me by complete surprise that there was this this growth in my right kidney and because i had had cancer Forty-six years earlier. Forty-six years earlier, it's, you know, of course you immediately think, oh gosh, a growth in the kidney, prior cancer, you know, we must have a, a tumor going on here. Well, and the doctor said they are. Is it ninety-five? No, ninety yeah, percent. Large, high percentage. High percentage of these types of growths are, are, are cancerous. So, <laughs> so I said, you, we need to take care of this right away. So. Uh, we got back to the mission home from that and and uh, called uh, the missionary department, let them know I've got a medical issue that I need to address immediately. Um, we got uh, arrangements made to, for me to be able to get back to, to uh, Salt Lake City. Which they were so kind to do. They got us on the plane immediately. And here you had no symptoms or pain of any kind in that kidney. I hadn't, I hadn't had anything, nothing to indicate that I had a problem with that kidney. Had I not done that wall sit, I never would have had the MRI because I didn't have any pain associated in any way no. with it to, to give me a sense that there was a problem. So we left 150, 100, 200 uh, missionaries, somewhere like that, Yeah. and hoping to return to become cancer-free, but when we got home, our kids were there waiting for us, and um, yeah, it was a little scary for all of us. It was a little scary, and so the we, you know they we, they scheduled uh, actually, Bonnie, wasn't that right around Valentine's Day? If I remember, right around your birthday. Well, it was, and we had all of our girls had come out for yeah, my birthday for, birthday, for my 60th birthday, and then we and bless John's heart, he hobbled around in a lot of pain trying to be 
a good dad taking him places and doing things, but I knew he was in such pain. But yeah, we all flew home, and hard. Josh, our oldest son, had been preparing to give John a blessing. He did. I'd asked him if he would uh, give me a, a priesthood blessing in advance of the surgery now that had been scheduled. It was going to be like 48 hours from the time we, we arrived in Salt Lake. And um, um, so J Josh had been preparing, and he came over the, the night before and talked with me about faith and uh, the will of God and and trusting in the Lord and having faith without doubting yeah I was impressed with his uh, preparation. preparation and yeah. spiritual preparation he gave put his hands on my head and gave me a priesthood blessing essentially told me that um, I would be well and that the, the surgery would be successful that was comforting and reassuring and I felt good about that too the next morning uh, we went in and uh um, and the uh, operating room, and they, they removed my entire right kidney. They didn't want to cut into the kidney in case it had been cancerous because if they had cut it in, cut into the kidney, it would have sent those cells out into his, your body. So he wanted to, they wanted to keep it contained, and they just lifted the kidney out and then said that no other organs had been affected. And that when the... Tess came back because I said to the, the doctor, well, you know, he could be that 10% that's where that kidney is benign. He said, yes, he could be. Yeah, but he did tell us, uh, you're right, Bonnie. He, he said that the, uh, the likelihood of, of this being a benign tumor is, oh, it's well less than 10%. In other words, over 90% of these kinds of cases are cancerous. Are cancerous, and uh, that would be a serious problem. And our children believe that it was cancerous, and that through everybody's faith and prayers, it, the test came back yeah. that it was a benign tumor. The test did come back uh, in our favor so gratefully. And but you know, I, I as I've told you, Bonnie, and others, I, I never really, I never really worried about it. Well, you never I, really I think worried I know about your leg either, did you? No, but I, I, I know you worried about it more than I did, and I can <laughs> understand why. But I, I never really thought it was going to be a, a problem, and maybe that was just wishful thinking or something. Well, I remember you telling me, well, if it is, it is, and there's nothing I can really do about it, and then we'll just go forward and do what we need to do. Whatever that is. Whatever that was. But we were so grateful for the tender mercy. And not everybody gets blessed with those tender mercies. No, they don't. And, and we certainly were. I, I, I remember the time in the hospital, the couple of days following the, the surgery was, in and of itself, was quite an amazing time. Because we had uh, some general authorities that came and visited with us, actually in the, in the hospital. Um, that uh, we were very kind to come up and do that and uh, just to kind of check in and see how we were doing. And 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 y y you told me I was doing strange things while I was... Well, you were high on drugs. He heavily medicated <laughs> for a few days. And yes, you were. It's also very embarrassing to have the nurses doing all the stuff they, they were doing. 
Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, we don't even go I, there. Have a baby no, and then... I don't need to. I've had this happen. And, <laughs> and now you know and, what it's like to you, have a baby. Yeah, when you got a catheter in you, that is not fun. Wow, wow, not wow. Fun. <laughs> well, it's not as bad for you. Oh, okay. A, a catheter is a lot worse for me than for you. Okay. Try having a baby come down <laughs> through certain areas. Try that one. I can't. <laughs> Let's get off that subject. Okay. Anyway, so. Julie said that she said, with five stakes fasting for my dad, in addition to countless family and friends at home, we witnessed a miracle. I witnessed a miracle. I know my prayers were heard. I felt a renewed sense of hope and light, just like the converts I had longed to relate to, that those who had had miracles. And she said, I was just so grateful that my dad was spared. And we all were grateful that you were spared. Once again, they said dad has nine lives, and he's about down to seven. (laughs) Or seven have been taken. And I felt very, very blessed and very fortunate. I felt that the hand of the Lord had been in, not just in my life, but all of our lives in, uh, in this, because it certainly meant a lot for you and me, but also for our family, but also for our missionaries. Oh, yes. And um, they wanted you back. So, you know, I I, influence for good for all of them. So because they 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 uh, the way they removed my kidney is that they actually went into my abdomen and cut a big old scar. Almost looks like a hockey stick. uh, Boomerang. Boomerang in my in my abdomen. And uh, <coughs> you know, took my my kidney out from there, and and I had a lot of you know a lot of as you can imagine uh, discomfort with the the uh, stitches and everything with that. But uh, well, at one point he was very difficult. Shall I tell him? What? Oh, in the hospital? Yes. Well, that's because I was because <laughs> I was on drugs. <laughs> it's a good thing you don't take drugs. Jeez. They had him in bed, and he goes, I'm going to sleep on my stomach. And I said, oh, John, you can't sleep on your stomach. You have all these stitches. You just have to lay down, relax, be calm. I'm getting out of this bed. They had to put him his bed, an alarm on his bed. I know. I hated that little <laughs> alarm. It was pathetic. Because <laughs> he kept trying to get out, and the bed, the, the alarm would go off. I had to stay at the hospital that night and watch him that he wouldn't get out of bed. <laughs> Oh yeah, my! That was, a, that was a that was those few days in the hospital were interesting to say the least. Anyway, I got <laughs> I got home and after a few days uh, I was up and doing better and I uh, I, w- I was went down with Bonnie. She you and I went down to the the uh, missionary department to speak with a couple of people and then the one said let's go see Elder Russell Nelson, one of the twelve apostles who was in charge of the entire missionary department of the church well elder russell nelson at that time again was one of the senior members of the quorum of the 12 and and i knew him i had actually uh, taken one of his daughters out on a date once um, uh, after high school and i think he probably knew who i was simply because his daughters all went to the same high school that i went to and and uh, I think he may, be have known, may, knew, may have known of me from that circumstance. But anyway, 
uh, I went in, <laughs> Bonnie and I went in to visit with him and had a nice visit with him. And at the end, he makes this kind of statement to me. He says, look, John, now you know that I'm a surgeon. I said, yes. Then I know what it takes f uh, for those that have had major surgery to have what recovery time. You've had major surgery. Now, don't try to be a hero. I remember that phrase specifically. Don't try to be a hero. You take the time necessary to, to uh, recover and heal before you return back to your, your mission in New Jersey. And did you listen to the prophet? I did. I stayed for mm. home for... Two more days? No, it was about a week. We were, the, we were home for a little over 10 days. Yes, but you were supposed to stay home a little longer. But you Well, he said it was six to eight weeks. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, but six to eight weeks, I could recover just as well sitting in a chair in New Jersey as I can sitting in a chair in Salt Lake City. <sighs> right? Well, you did it. So we did. And went and, I and had I to healed. really step it up to take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> and you did a great job. I did. Healed quickly and uh, and completely, and we got back to our our mission and and then just as a side note, that didn't take care of, at all of the the back problem with the disc uh, that I had herniated in that wall sit, so I ended up uh, coming back to Salt Lake to have that repaired, and I'll I'll talk about that in another another issue, but. As I reflect back on this, number one, I am deeply grateful for the goodness of God and his uh, kindness to us for watching over us, for blessing our lives. And even in times of uh, difficulty, and, and nobody said that we weren't going to have difficulty, and nobody said it was ever going to be easy, um, but I feel so fortunate and so blessed to have had his healing power upon me. And, and I'm grateful that my body since that time, now that's been seven years from now, more than seven years, and I haven't had any problems with my, my left kidney at all. Oh, I'm just so grateful. Um, so I, I, again, I feel blessed and I, I express my love and gratitude to our Father in Heaven and the Savior for their incredible kindness to us. I'm just, and I'm grateful also, not only to our Heavenly Father and the Savior, but for all those who prayed and fasted and yeah, sent sure notes true. and cards and Josh, who prepared so faithfully to give that blessing and wanted to be in tune. And you will just always be known as the Wall Sit Wonder. Perhaps, and with the gratitude of, uh, that we both feel to our Father in Heaven and for the, the power of the priesthood in blessing me that I might be made whole. And here we are. Yes. So that's the story of the wall set, the miracle. The miracle of, of the, the wall set. Because it was a miracle. It really was. And, and the, the secondary miracle was being able to get back out to New Jersey after 10 to 14 days and resume our work with our missionaries as quickly as we were able to and pick right back up and and uh, have things continue to go from there. So uh, we s we're here today as we express our gratitude for all of these things and uh, 
look forward to this this coming week. Should be another interesting week. And uh, uh, Bonnie put all of the Halloween things up, decorated everything for for the grandkids. Oh, for heaven's sakes. (laughs) For the grandkids as they came over to observe and look at. It looks like our house is kind of a boutique shop. That's right. With all these Halloween things everywhere. We're ready to be spooked. Yeah, well. So, everyone, I hope you have a wonderful week, and um, thanks for listening. (coughs) That's it for Notes from John. With a babble from Bond. Good night. Good night.